remember looking over the rail and seeing a fully lighted ship. I mean, I saw that ship. It's terribly close. And the other thing I'm saying is that I didn't see a ship 19 miles away. I saw a ship that was so close. I've always said that I saw a man walking on the deck. Tonight we continue our search for what really happened to the Titanic and how it sank. My name is Sidalinik, this is Marcus, and you are listening to Fallen Our Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time may be turning to the podcast, whatever time may be listening, whatever platform may be on. My name is Cidalinic, this is Marcus, and you're listening to Fallen Hour Radio. So what we've actually been doing in the past, if you guys haven't been following along, what we've been doing in the past couple couple episodes, starting the season, is we're covering the Titanic and how it actually sank. Now, we came across this because it's just one of those things that fascinates everybody. It's one of those things that... In, in many people's minds, there's just one simple truth, and that's that the Titanic sank due to an iceberg. But contrary to popular belief, there are tons of conspiracies out there, tons of books out there, tons of professors out there who actually claim differently. People who are studying on this subject who are saying that maybe the Titanic didn't sink due to an iceberg, or maybe that wasn't the full story. And I think this comes down to everyone's perspective on the, the Titanic, and not only that, eyewitness accounts, and on top of all those layers, there's a bunch of conspiracies about all these eyewitness accounts and how those actually lay into the the first claims of how the Titanic sank. In the last episode, we covered how J.P. Morgan could have sank the ship, and we didn't really have too many concrete facts. Until now. <laughs> We've done our research... And we've dug more in. We've dug, dug deeper into it. We've dug deeper into J.P. Morgan, and why he was such a big figure in a lot of conspiracy theories, and why he was a big figure in not only in that era, 1912, and what actually happens when you go out there and you're you own these these cruise liners, and what sort of things play into that? Are there insurance frauds that happen? And on top of that, are there ways that people would really maneuver their way around getting that money for insurance. And the reason we are stuck on this is because out of all the conspiracies, I think this is probably the most compelling. I think about all the other conspiracies we've talked about, or all the conspiracies that we've thought about, this is probably the one that jumps at the top of the list because of all the eyewitness supports, all of the facts that line up with J.P. Morgan having his fingers dipped in this and basically murdering people. For money. For money. And I'm not sure if that was his, like, true intention was... I don't think his intention was to kill anybody. But I think that he he had a plan in place and it didn't play out how he thought it would. Like, what I was thinking, like, I was talking to, um... I was actually talking to Juno about this, was that he probably planned to sink the ship. He probably had all this planned out. And he probably had his ship there waiting for them to rescue them be the big hero and he didn't he didn't actually realize how insane this was going to be how massive like a, how, a wreck would be yeah 
so, and that's why, like I was thinking like, that's why he probably cut his lights off thinking, okay, all these people are dying right in front of him. He just cut his lights off. Okay, we were never here. And on top of that, he was never brought up on charges, but I think he fought those charges. Yeah. I'm probably claiming he wasn't there. I'm not sure how far that went. I haven't dug deep into the captain of the Californian, but the eyewitness reports that we, we talked about last the last episode were kind of creepy. <laughs> These people talking about how they cut the lights out and just watched them sink. And my grandma, which is kind of cool, she actually heard the podcast and she... And her growing up, she actually heard a lot of these conspiracies. The same stories and the same um, uh, stories about how it actually sank or how they think it actually sank. And these would have had to have been her, what, grandparents hearing these stories, right? I think so, yeah. Because she was born in like 19... We just want to take a guess there. <laughs> <laughs> but my grandma heard these actually growing up. So she heard that... Maybe J.P. Morgan was a part of this, and she has her stories herself, so we want to actually reach out to my grandma, maybe, and see if she has any input on what she heard growing up as a kid, and how that interlays with a lot of the conspiracies we're laying out in video today, and I was laying out in our podcast. So, into further research, we found this man named... Actually, let's not get into that. Let's get into... Let's, <laughs> you want to save that for later? <laughs> I want to save that for later. I want to get into... Uh, Morgan Rob Robinson Robertson and his book that was written and published 14 years before the Titanic even sailed now he, he wrote a book called Novella Fatality and it was a, a book detailing a ship called the Titan the SS Titan the Titanic was actually um, RMS Titan uh, Titanic and the similarities in his book this we've like looked spot on you're spot on and we were thinking about maybe reading or uh, listening to the the audiobook, but it's I guess it's a really long book. Seven hours. <laughs> Seven hour long. The only difference, it seems like the only difference between the the Titan, the novel about the Titan and the Titanic actually thinking is just a few numbers. That's it. But everything everything about the Titanic and the Titan is like spot on from everywhere from where the ship sank to the iceberg, to... The number of uh, people on board. And not only that, how fast the ships were going. They're all spot on. And our, our conspiracy is that maybe J.P. Morgan read this book and your, your thing was that what if they're going through financial trouble and then J.P. Morgan just slaps the book down and is like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> it's kind of like their blueprint on like how to... their blueprint. And... The, the guy who wrote it, uh, Morgan Robinson, he was claimed, there were people who were claiming that he was clairvoyant and that he was a psychic and that maybe he wrote this book and to, to give a warning to the Titanic. And But this was way before the Titanic was even thought of. There was no blueprints for the Titanic 14 years prior to its sinking. And it seemed to have just sprung up out of nowhere, but it was actually because the, the was it the White Star that owned the Titanic in the, in the Olympic we're actually in com competition with another, they're actually a freight, a freight operation. And that freight operation was, was hand in hand with them. So they built this cruise liner, Titanic, and it was the strongest boat and the largest boat in the world at that time. Now, 
in today's numbers, the Titanic is baby. <laughs> it's a freaking baby boat. The Titanic sat at 800 feet long. The biggest boat today, I think, is like 1,500 feet long. Way bigger than 20 stories high. Uh, the Titanic was actually 20 stories, stories high, but it's just crazy to see that how far we've come since then. And now, now they're actually, now I hear they're building, a, they, they're building another Titanic. Is that what you guys are saying? The Titanic 2? Titanic 2. And they plan to... I'm not sure that, did that already happen? Then, I'm not sure. I, I'm, it's it's like for some reason I'm just now getting into the Titanic and I'm hearing all this crap. But like I remember like reading or hearing about that and reading about that, but I I wasn't sure if they actually did it yet or if it was supposed to happen. But it's just learn from your mistakes. <laughs> Someone's gonna and they're gonna, gonna take go the same route. <laughs> JP Morgan's gonna come back and he's gonna sink that ship. It's <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of JP Morgan. <laughs> Ghost of J.P. Morgan. Okay, so the Titanic and the Titan. The Titan was actually in the in the novel uh, Futility. Now, here are the similarities. The Titan sank in the book in April. The Titanic also sank in April. They both hit an iceberg. They were both in the North Atlantic. And they were both 400 miles from Newfoundland. That's when they sank. Where it sank. They, now they claim that it was ex the exact same spot where the, the Titan sank in the book is where the Titanic sank in real life. And so that's what, that's, that's too, that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's like just that right there is, that's too coincidental. It's a little too spot on. So it, it, it could have been that they were taking this guy's, um, th this guy's book and making it a blueprint and then putting that into, into plan saying this is how fast we're going to go this is the location we're going to be at and not only that the night they were sailing it was it was almost the conditions of that night it was there was no moon out and that wouldn't happen for another few years so they they sailed that ship they sailed the titanic on a night where the conditions were low visibility and that night wouldn't happen for another few it's years. It's a little too... Like, the timing's a little too perfect for that to happen. Like, they timed it perfectly for the sinking. So they both crashed in the same location. They both sank. Now, both of them didn't have an, enough lifeboats on board, the Titan and the Titanic. The Titan is fictional. The Titanic is real life. They both didn't have life, enough lifeboats. The Titan was 800 feet long. The Titanic was 882 feet long. The imp they both, uh, the Titan, its impact hitting the iceberg was at 25 knots. The impact for the Titanic was 22.5 knots. They, the Titan had 2,500 passengers. The Titanic had 2,200 passengers. They both had capacity of 3,000 people. And they were both hit on the same side of the of the ship they're both hit hit the same ice the same iceberg <laughs> they both hit, both hit on the starboard bow yeah they both they both hit on that side and not only that they both sank at midnight the titan the titan had 24 lifeboats the titanic had 20. how strange like that like i mean i can understand if just like one or two things in there but that's literally everything. Everything's like everything in the book is exactly how 
everything happened with the Titanic, that can't be a coincidence. So this could have been, this is our theory. This could have been JP Morgan's blueprint, blueprint into how to sink the Titanic and when to do it. And there was actually another author on board who actually wrote another book detailing how a ship would sink. And not only that, the, the Titan inside of the book was called the unsinkable ship. Now, when the Titanic came out, there was, there was papers all over the world detailing the Titanic as the unsinkable ship. So not only, not only all of these little details were, were spot on, also the name that the public was, uh, its persona was, it was the unsinkable ship. Hmm. A little too strange <laughs> <laughs> for J.P. Morgan not to find that book. And what we were talking about before was if J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic and he owned the Olympic, don't you think he would... And back then it was that like... be his his type of book to read to read those books yeah and and that would be like his blueprint like back then there was no tv there was no wi-fi <laughs> all you had was books and radio right and the the papers so this could have been actually jp morgan oh, video huh? video they had video yeah oh they did have video <laughs> you're an idiot oh, wait, <laughs> you're like literally watching video i'm just now it. getting into 1912 <laughs> So um, uh, upon further research, we found this guy named Patty the Pig. And Patty the Pig kind of came out of nowhere. His, his, name, his name is actually Patty Penn. You guys can Google him. He's a seaman. And Patty's, Patty's first claim was... Now, he did this interview in 1985 when the Titanic was actually found. They, re, they went and found the Titanic, and Patty came out, and he was talking about how he was on the ship, and he was one of the seamen on board, and... Patty said that his first claim in 1985 was, actually his, his first claim before 1985, before they found the Titanic, was that the ship sank due to cold water rushing into the boilers and an explosion happened. Now, I don't know the physics on that, <laughs> but I don't know. If, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Could cold water cause that kind of reaction with a boiler and then boom? I don't know. Like, no, I don't think so. It's just it's extremely hot on one side and cold on the other. Right. Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah. Probably. Um, Math. Yeah, I don't know about science. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. <laughs> and a lot of people were actually saying that Patty's claims back then were kind of strange. They didn't make sense. And when they found the ship in 1985, Patty's claims changed. So Patty came forward, Patty the Pig came forward, and he was talking about how he could still hear the women screaming on board, how he can still uh, see the children that were, that actually sank with the ship, and he had to clear his conscience. So he actually met with a, with a reporter, or a researcher, and he was talking about how there was rumors that the ships were actually in a insurance fraud, that they swapped the, they swapped the ships out. And he was getting towards the end of his life. He was, I think, he was sick, and he wanted to just clear his conscience. So he was actually telling his story. I think to clear his conscience, so he can, so he can die. And I, I think he actually died a short time after that story went, went public. Mm -hmm. But this rumor has been around since the ships went down. 
but Patty had an account and he was talking about how this could have happened and that there was rumors on board of all the crew members talking about how this ship could have been uh, subject to insurance fraud. And his logic was this. The Olympic was un- unusable and uninsurable due to an accident that happened one year before before the Titanic in 1912. It happened in 1911 due to an accident with the Hulk. You guys can research this. The Hulk put a hole inside of the Titanic on the same side as the uh, Titanic, or the it put a hole inside the Olympic, the same side that the Titanic took its damage with the iceberg. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> the Olympic was uh, unusable and unsurable. The insurance company wouldn't would happily pay up for the Titanic, and when they when they got ashore, a company official and a person from the British government took the side the crew took him into a room and they swore him to the secrecy act in in that country or in the secrecy act and they couldn't tell the story they couldn't tell <laughs> they couldn't tell the story they couldn't tell anything that they saw on the boat they couldn't tell how the, sh- the ship was I'm sorry <laughs> that, that got me how the ship was detailed and how the ship was prepared they couldn't say anything and Patty also said that the Olympic could have been switched out for the Titanic. I think this is where we'll end here. We'll do the rest of this in another podcast. But he was talking about how the Olympic was switched out for the Titanic, just like we said, and that there was a hole inside of the boat. And this was before they found it. Now, come 1985, they didn't know that Patty's claims were true yet. They go to find the ship, the Titanic, and on the side of the boat is a freaking huge hole. In the same side that he said it was. Yeah. I don't know. There's too many facts backing this up. But it 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 had to have been true. So what are your thing, what yeah. are your thoughts on it? Like, how do you see uh, Patty's claims, and how do you see the the blueprint of the book? And well, all the stuff that you didn't touch on yet. There is a lot more facts backing up the story. I'm surprised that the where the, the the way the the damage was taken on each boat is exactly how it was taken on, or the damage was taken on the Olympic is exactly how it was taken on the Titanic. And the, did you even talk about the insurance? What? J.P. Morgan? No. You didn't talk about that yet. Should we just talk about it? Should we just get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so let's get into this. We're at, uh, I don't know how long we've been going. <laughs> I don't even think it was that long. I'm surprised that freaking, that, that blueprint of the freaking Titan and the Titanic took that long. 14 minutes to get through. That was 14 minutes? That was 14 minutes, because that song was 14 minutes long. We've been going for 19 minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay, next time? <laughs> <laughs> we can't, what do you think we should do next time? Or should we finish this out tonight so we got to do it next time? <laughs> All right, let's get into just a few more details. Where was I? <laughs> so the, the, Titan, the Olympic was uninsurable, and the Titanic was. So the, the conspiracy was that J.P. Morgan and his, his, uh, his, his partners were having trouble, so they're swapping out the Titanic for the Olympic. And... The logic was that if they were to switch out the Titanic for the Olympic, the Titanic can now become the Olympic and still make them money. 
and the Olympic. So it'll get rid of the Olympic. Yeah, and still get rid of the And get the insurance, insurance money. money. And the thing about this is this type of insurance fraud happens all the time, and it happened much more back then when the Titanic was alive. Or is it still alive? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that actually the, the, if the Titanic was the Olympic, it actually sank, and the, all, I, think, I think all the sister ships sank too as well. But this was the, the theory that the Titanic would be able to make the White Star money sailing for decades, and the Olympic would actually go down as the Titanic, masquerading as it. And not only that, there was damage taken to the Olympic one year prior due to the ship, the Hulk, hitting it, and it put a big, a lot of big holes in the side of the ship. And come one year later, they do repairs on it, and this is where the theory comes in to where they maybe switched the Olympic and the Titanic. They... They went to this port, and it was the only port that they can do repairs on. It was the only dry port they can actually put bullships in there. And they were doing repairs on it to re- replace a propeller. The propellers should have taken two days, and that both ships should have been done. Instead, they kept the Olympic and the Titanic inside of the that dock for seven days. And there was a lot less crew working on that ship, both ships. So they said that the logic was, this is how they worked on it. They bring the Olympic in. This is actually how they worked on it. This isn't them switching it out, but this is, you can kind of see what's, where we're going with this. The Olympic would go in, get fixed up a little bit. They would bring it back out. They would pick the Titanic in there. They had to do this fast because they were launching in a couple weeks. The Titanic would go in there, they would fix it, and they would, they would keep doing that. Interchanging. Keep swapping them back and keep forth. Keep swapping them back and forth. The funny thing about this was up, in, up until the Olympic and the Titanic were going in for... Detail work and repairs, both ships started to look identical. Everything from their portholes, their portholes actually had the same design. And this is the the windows, I believe, right? So this was, this is all my notes. (laughs) So this was the design on the Titanic and the Olympic. This was specific to the Titanic up until they put this on the Olympic as well. So the Titanic had this. This is only Titanic's and they actually put that put that on the Olympic as well. Putting those portholes in there just before they went in for repairs. So we're saying that and they say you gotta be really detailed to understand how how different these ships could have been. Like you had to have had that eye to see the differences. But up until that time both ships were identical, and it was almost unheard of for a, a cruise liner to do that with sister, sister ships. And there was even a detective that researched this? Yeah, he was a forensic detective who researched this and took all the photos, and he was going through them for years, and then he finally found that the and ships even were... even he believes that they swapped the ship. Yeah, he, he came in as a skeptic. And then he left, like, yeah. okay, they, they swapped the ship. Yeah, he so came so. in just like a lot of you out there. <laughs> saying the Titanic <laughs> just, was like, just like me, I was like... <laughs> The Whatever. Titanic didn't sink it's like, like no, that. that. That Titanic went down. It <laughs> took Jack with him. Yeah. <laughs> and now I was like, wow, mind blown. Him and his frozen chonies. <laughs> Marcus didn't hear these hear, hear these as well. And when I was reading, I was Up like... Up until the day we literally started doing yeah. the second episode. That's why he was kind of quiet in the last episode. He was listening. But a forensic detective actually looked at these, and he was saying how it was kind of weird that there was they were getting more and more identical, and even today, literally down to the silverware 
on the board. On board. Everything was identical. Everything. All of their furniture, all of their silverware, all of their plates were all identical. They all had the white star symbol on them, so they would have them on both boats. So all they would have to switch out was their lifeboats and a few, I think they said a few belts and maybe a couple paint jobs. That's it. Just painting the names because both ships were painted identical as well. Wow. So, for you skeptics out there, <laughs> you got to look at these. Even even in today, people do videos on the Titanic. They do movies on the Titanic, and they show actual old footage of what they think was a Titanic, but which what they're actually showing. This is how identical they are. They're actually showing the Olympic. So in a lot I'm of those actual footage of the Olympic, yeah, it's the Titanic. I bet you in our intro that was a freaking Olympic, not Titanic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Because both ships look identical, and that's and they 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 get mistaken all the time. Now, who was the guy that was um, that was um, working on this when they were repairing them, and then he retired? Oh, that's right. There was so there was an actual. No, he resigned. Yeah, he. Re there was a repairman who was actually working on those ships when they were interchanging those. This is where we think the switch happened. They switched those out, and the Titanic sank. You know the story. This guy that was working on the ship. He was he was one of the repairmen and he had a career in this. He had a long career in this. He was he was with the that company for many many years. Made a whole career out of it. Had a good life, and he worked on this. And the coincidence was, and the theory is that he maybe wasn't happy with what he what he did because he was set to go on board the Titanic when it was launching, and his buddy was going to go on board as well. But the day that it was going to launch, he resigned. And he didn't want to go on board no more. So basically threw away his whole career. All his money. All his money. Because of what he did. What he was what doing. He was, what yeah. he worked on. And if you look at him, there was researchers looking at him, and there's no really real reason to point to him resigning. He had a good career. He was making a lot of money back then and up until the Titanic then that's when he just quit just up and walked away up and walked away and his buddy the day went before on. It, it launched yeah his buddy went on but his buddy I think died inside the, the, the same and he was ship. supposed to be on the boat he was supposed to be on the boat so we got to that so that's just kind of crazy to see a lot of that happening and the thing about the the ships was the Titanic was actually there for an inspection. These inspectors came in to look at the Titanic and they only gave it a half day inspection, which they were actually supposed to give two days. They gave it a half day and they missed one major fact. There was This is actually a true fact. There was a fire happening on the Titanic. And I guess this happened a lot with a lot of cruise liners back then. There was fires on board. They called it, it was, it was the coal smoldering. But they said there was an actual fire, and there's actually there's actually a photo of this of the Titanic uh, uh, smoke coming out of it, and they missed that somehow. My theory is I don't think they missed it. I think they're paid off or something. And the the strange thing about J.P. Morgan was, we'll get back. To, well, let's get back to him. J.P. Morgan publicly promised he would be on board the Titanic, but he called in sick a day before, and a reporter actually saw him in France. 
Did and he wasn't with his family. No, he, he was, was with his mistress. He was with his mistress. And the last time we said it with his, he was with his wife, the, the sneaky little bastard with his mistress. was <laughs> <laughs> with his side piece. And he was fine. He was happy. He was, I guess, having a good time and whatever. And he was, he was healthy. When he was supposed to be bedridden? When he was supposed to be bedridden. He, they said he was, he said, he made it seem like he was really sick. He couldn't go on board. But the day that he called in, calling in sick, 55 mainly first-time, first-class passengers also called in sick. But the thing was that they had to have people on board who, who were a part of the plan. And this is where the California come in. So let's, let's cover this, and then we'll end the podcast, and we'll get into uh, 9-11 or something. <laughs> All right, let me read off my notes, and we'll talk about it. So the plan sinking the ship needed a savior because there are people on board, people who may have known... Our captain of the Titanic, E.J. Smith, he needed to be on, in on the plot. The ship's designer was also on board, Thomas Andrews, and they would need a rescue vessel. So this was this is where the things kind of get kind of crazy. The Californian, its captain was Stanley Lord. J.P. Morgan owned both the Titanic and the Olympic, and there and the time that the Olympic was in Belfast, I think. I think that's where he was. I might be wrong. Don't shoot me. <laughs> but the, t- the time that the Olympic was in Belfast, there was a coal strike going on. So there was no coal for the ship to even even sail anywhere. There was no way that that ship could, got out, could have gone out because the whole, the whole, the whole, uh, whatever it was, let's say statewide. <laughs> the whole way. It's a factory. <laughs> Everybody who was dealing in coal was going on strike. And miraculously, the... A few days before the Titanic sank, the vessel, the Olympic was empty. There was nobody on board, no passengers. But mysteriously, there was enough coal to get it out. And it was a strange, it was, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was strange for a sudden departure back then with a cruise line like of that size. And the orders were to sail ASAP. Captain Lord was taking the Californian out to the middle of, of the Atlantic with no passengers and no cargo, except he had 3,000 wool sweaters and 3,000 blankets on board. And this was the thing about it. He sails at full speed to the middle of the Atlantic, where the Titanic was en route to, and he just stops and waits. Before the reason, anything before even before happened. Even, before the Titanic happened, before they had they any... They just told him, you gotta, you gotta get out there now. Yep, and both ships that night were ignoring... The distress call. The distress call is the saying flares. they're ignoring the flares, but they were ignoring all these other ships telling them that there is ice out there. There was an ice warning to both ships, the Titanic and the Olympic, but both the Titanic and the Olympic ignored those those warnings to get their plan in place. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> to keep going and. So the thing about this was... Like it's going to sink anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sink anyways. Why, why not just keep going? So the oh, SOS... No, this is perfect. Just keep going. <laughs> it's perfect. Break. We're ignoring their freaking... Their warnings. Let's keep going. That's their freaking logic. They <laughs> sank the ship. Everyone who's out there who says that they didn't sink the ship is just... Uh, you need to read the facts. You need to read all this crap. Now I know that we're probably get trolled for this. and be like, you don't know your crap. <laughs> But we did research on this. Yeah, there's just so many facts on it. The fact that he couldn't, he couldn't get insurance for this boat. Mm-hmm. 
but he can get insurance on the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And the Titan, everything about the Titan, ex exact same way the Titanic sank, literally down, almost down to the numbers of passengers, how far out they were, how fast they were going, where it was hit. Everything is almost spot on. Everything lines up. It does, and that's just. Now there was a there was not, a, not even like not even to mention all the eyewitnesses. All the these aren't just I, this is, these aren't just eyewitnesses driving by an accident. Like oh my god, I saw what happened. No, these are people that are on the freaking the boat and seeing the other boat, the other the, the Olympic. looking out and seeing all About seeing the, the other boat sitting right there, not doing a thing. And that was the strange thing was because I'm not sure how this plays in because the SOS didn't go out on the Titanic for 30 minutes. So they were, they were sinking, they're taking in water, there was a supposed explosion, which I think was either aliens or a torpedo. That's what's so funny, is there's a real conspiracy theory that it was aliens. That an alien blew a hole in the Titanic. <laughs> no, that's for the real, uh, real nuts out there. <laughs> for all you nuts out there who believe in aliens, like me. <laughs> But no, like, uh, I mean, a sub that would make sense. Yeah. But. Because it was in 1912, there was a war going on. It was in a war era. So the SOS didn't go out for 30 minutes, and the lifeboats didn't get deployed for over an hour, an hour and 23 minutes to be exact. And the reason we believe is because they had a plan in place, and the, sink the ship was sinking. It was sinking. But they, they said, in their heads, I think they were saying that the Californians coming, we're going to be saved, it's going to be fine. Just just wait. Just wait. Just wait it. a second. It's coming around the corner. The thing was... You don't want them to actually get there and, and save everybody right away. Yeah. At least let it, let, like, know that it's going to go down. So I think it's just kind of strange that, oh, the reason was that the, the reason that we think the Titanic actually did sink is because... The we 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 what we you're speaking for me? <laughs> so what do you think happened then? What do you think happened? Like this whole time, it's the, 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 it was the Olympic, the Olympic. Now, now we think the Titanic sank. <laughs> oh, I know what he's saying. The reason we think the Olympic sank is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, the Olympic. Let's say the Olympic. And it's the Olympic because it is the Olympic. Air quotes Titanic. Air quotes Titanic. <laughs> For the people that are listening that can't see. <laughs> so the reason we think the Olympic sank was due to some errors on the on 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 board. They were in low visibility. I believe they really did hit an iceberg. I believe they really did take on water. But I think that it happened wrong. I think he was going too fast, and they should have slowed down to get their plan in place. They, the story goes that there was a guy looking out, looking for icebergs. So basically, you're saying that okay, we're gonna we're gonna wreck this thing. We're gonna hit an iceberg. We're gonna sink this ship. But then he came in a little too hot. <laughs> Nailed that thing. I think he was and killed all those people. I think he was rushing to get to the iceberg and the spot he was supposed to get to. Like the sweet spot. <laughs> but he hit the wrong iceberg. <laughs> well, what's funny is, if, if that's true, he hit the wrong iceberg in the right spot. He was literally 400 miles away from <laughs> It's just, it's just a mind bottler. Did you say mind bottle? Very <laughs> Will Ferrell? <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it's, it's provocative. <laughs> 
gets the people sinking. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So this was the thing. The reason that the Olympic maybe didn't... Well, there's all sorts of things going on here. The, Olymp uh, the California could have been there. The California could have been on the horizon. I think they were there, but they were just more distant. I think that they did come on... They did come later on. Or but, maybe they were waiting in the wrong spot. But they were spot. too late. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, he was rushing out there to get there. Yeah. And he was waiting, but maybe he, they were trying to get to where he was. Yeah. But they hit the wrong iceberg, yeah. is that what you're saying? Because the story goes that the the captain, he swerved, and he hit the iceberg, and that may have put him off course with the Californian. And that's why this disaster was huge, because their plan went the wrong way. And the, okay, so which uh, which boat was it that was sitting right there that everybody was seeing? I believe it was a Californian. I believe that... So if that's true, that they, it was a lot closer than yeah. being on the edge of the right. So I believe that they hit the wrong iceberg. He was sinking. They were launching flares, which actually weren't uh, distress flares. They were party flares. Let them know these flares that were on board of the Titanic or the Olympic weren't, weren't uh, distress flares. They were actually flares to let... People know that a party was the, going on. The party was going on. They didn't even have any real flares. They didn't have any board. distress flares on board, which was stupid on their part. <laughs> they didn't have any distress flares, and they're putting up all these flares trying to get, uh, I think, the Californians' attention, but I think the Californian thought, all right, so the plan isn't happening yet. They're having a party. Uh, get everyone drunk, maybe. And they're just sitting there watching them. And they're sitting there watching them. I, th I think that the ship was sinking, and the Californian was watching, thinking it was a party. And the reason that people, so many people died in that boat was because the Californian got there too late because there was a miscommunication and that the, the Olympics... So as it was going down, that's when they finally came in and, and the people were really seeing that there's yeah. a ship right there. Yeah. So I think the, I think the Californian came in... And they saw that like, it, was, like, it, was too, it was too much. Right. I think he came in at, like, out of desperation like... Oh crap! Maybe this is it. Maybe this is where we're supposed to be. Maybe this is the time we're supposed to do it. And they saw that all those people were dying and thought, "Okay, we were never here. Cut the lights out." Yeah, exactly. And then just watched them, watched them, watch them die. I think that they hit the iceberg, the wrong iceberg. The the Californian was way out of view. He didn't know they was sinking yet. The distress calls were going out a half hour later, so he didn't, he wouldn't know. The ship took a, an hour to sink, and the Californian didn't know. But it only takes a couple minutes in the Atlantic to cause death. So the ship was going down. People were dying. The California was a little too late to the party. And when he finally did get there, it was a little too late. Everyone was floating in the water. There was The ship was going down. We had that lady's audio talking about how she saw a ship there and it cut its lights out. And just watched them. And just watched them. And I think that he was too late to the party. And that he, was, he didn't want to be seen. So he shut his lights up, just like you said. And... Out of all that, avoiding a scandal, probably the biggest scandal that he would have ever been in, he probably would have died in, in prison. Because he didn't have nobody on board. <laughs> so where do we go with that now? Are you really asking or are you talking to yourself? Do we you end do that a lot, you talk to yourself. Do we end the podcast here? <laughs> I feel like I talked a whole lot. Marcus didn't say a whole lot of things. Well, these are your facts, sir. and the reason I have, it, it was, or your your research. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much listening with you, everybody. <laughs> we had a, I had a lot of research going on, and I had a lot of crap I had to get through, so I wanted to get that done tonight. Give you guys. Without I didn't, a, I'm a very busy person. So. <laughs>
give you guys without a shadow of a doubt that this is a real conspiracy. I think that this really did happen. I think it did because just everything that that goes into this is just a little. There's a lot of facts. So the, that to back it up to all you people out there who may blow a hole in our, in our conspiracy, talking about how they brought up a 13-ton uh, part from the wreckage of the Titanic, and that that was unique to the Titanic. I believe that could have been switched out as well when they were doing the repairs. Oh, that's right. There was a piece of the Titanic that was unique. It was very unique to the Titanic. So you think they brought them both in and basically... I mean, they brought them into a shop that had welders together. and they had people who built the ships and things like that. On top of that, there was a lot of serial numbers on the wreckage that didn't line up with the Olympic and... Uh, the theory is that they could have spent some time and just replaced some of those parts, replaced the numbers on them. They're still looking for, I think it's 400, the serial number 400 on the wreckage of the Titanic. So it's plausible that maybe we're wrong, <laughs> but maybe we're right. What maybe... about the, the actual letters that are on the side of it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's, there's, too, many, there's too many arrows pointing in all sorts of different directions. Like there's literally... The words Titanic on the side of the wreckage, but some of the letters fell off, and you see the letters MP. Olympic. Olympic. It's just... If you don't is, know about that, listen to the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there, is so, more on that. there is so many facts about this that just go in too many freaking directions, and it's, it's one of the... When I got into this, I was like, holy crap, I shouldn't announce this. I shouldn't get into this just yet. Because <laughs> there's so many facts. There's so many things you gotta you gotta learn and talk about the Titanic. And that's your cue. <laughs> and that's our cue. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that is the end of the saga... The saga. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the saga. I think that is now. the end of the saga for the Titanic. I think that we've just really dug deep and got all of the... And that's just barely touching... That's just barely touching the surface. That's just one conspiracy. There is a ton of other conspiracies. Aliens, Martians, freaking... Um, <laughs> submarine. A submarine sinking the ship, blowing a hole in the I side mean, of the that ship. Makes, that makes me laugh that there's actually a conspiracy that, oh, it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like, why'd they have to take it that far? It's just, I don't know. So, the torpedo oh, one... So that just makes me laugh. One of the things is, this guy comes up... I probably just pissed somebody off that's like, It was aliens! <laughs> Some guy's like, It was aliens! Some that's sitting in his underwear listening to this. Okay, I gotta get this out because I know I'm gonna want to do the podcast about it. Because, okay, so, there was a, a, a rumor that the Titanic sank due to a torpedo or an alien. Blowing a hole <laughs> Stop inside saying of, that. It's like a nut. Alright, a torpedo that blew a hole inside of the ship... And the reason is because this guy comes up before the, six, the ship sank, his fingers were gone, and he was covered in blood like he was sprayed. Oh, that's right. Like an explosion know. happened. And that was where a lot of conspiracy came from. Maybe the, a torpedo hit it, and boom. And, hit the side. And people on board, if you listen to the last, last podcast. Like what I was saying was I think he was trying to set the explosive, and just, <laughs> bam, there goes his hand. hand. He probably blew his buddy up. That's rad. <laughs> Ran out of there just... Yeah. Now listen. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I know that this was a huge catastrophe, and it is a really sad story. And but it's just it's just too strange. I know J.P. Morgan did it. <laughs> it just it's just right there. I mean, there were actual detectives that Working researched this, and they even said that 
they know he did it. Yeah. They know this happened. They know it was a, it was a fraud. And on top of that, how many passengers with the same story? It was an oh, you know, we just we went down and blah blah blah. No, there was a ship there watching us the entire time. Didn't help. Cut his lights off. Wash his sink. And they're trying to say that it was what nine miles away. Yeah. That that ship was nine miles away. They couldn't see us. But a lady saw a man walking on that deck. Walking on the deck. I don't know if you could see a man walking on the deck from nine miles away, being a little girl. And then they changed the story, saying, "Oh, it wasn't nine miles. It was 19 miles away," because they even think, "Oh, that'd be too close. No, they would be able to see us." So they just changed the story and put him 19 miles out. You can't see a man walking on the deck of a ship 19 miles away. You can see his light, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're gonna see. So that is the end of the Titanic conspiracy theories. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you guys uh, listen for more. now. For now, we'll probably do. We'll probably come back, circle around to this. I think the next season, um, oh, well, the next season, the next podcast we're jumping into next Thursday, 7 o'clock. Sorry we released this one late, but we're trying to get all this stuff done. And next Thursday, 7 o'clock, we're jumping into a new conspiracy. We don't know what it is yet, but it'll be announced on Facebook.com slash Cedalenic or Facebook.com slash Fallen Hour. Uh, you guys can actually sponsor us on this podcast at um, anchor.fm slash Fallen Hour. If you guys want to hear more conspiracies, if you guys want to hear us talk about more conspiracies more topics and you guys just really love our podcast and enjoy our podcast what conspiracy to research right. what conspiracy to talk about and the next conspiracy to talk about you guys go to our channel at anchor.fm slash fallen hour give us a support you guys can actually support the channel i think it starts at one dollar a month five dollars a month and then ten dollars a month you guys can go and support it. we would really appreciate your guys' support my name is Cedell Enix. Cedell out. <laughs> this is Marcus. <laughs> you guys are listening to Fallen Hour Radio. See you guys next time.